back on the Hammer Down Show, 1017 The Hammer. 1017thehammer.com. Make sure you tell your Alexa devices to play 1017 The Hammer. We're going to pop on over to our Hammerhead hotline. He is one of the all-time greats in my book when it comes to Purdue basketball. Uh, what he has meant to that program, uh, I mean, I can't put it into words. Nowadays, uh, you see him running camps for kids. Uh, you see him uh, working with the uh, Purdue Pharmacy Department now. You see him on Big Ten Network. How he does all of that, I don't know. You got one of them Doctor Strange times, uh, time stones there or something like that, Rayfield Davis? Oh, no, just uh, a lot of time management. Just trying to be a lot of different places at once. And and you're a girl dad on top of that, too. I have, again, I, I do that job, too, and uh, I, I feel like I barely have enough time to do that. Uh, you have, like, 20 different jobs, man. You're like the Ryan Seacrest of uh, collegiate basketball right now, man. You're taking everything. Oh, no, I'm not saying no to a lot of things right now. But, yeah, being a girl dad, that's number one. So as long as everything can fit around that, we'd be fine. I saw uh, via your uh, Twitter last night, uh, look, tense game last night, but she was she was right there for you, right, giving you, like, a little scalp massage and everything, too, trying to calm you down. Did that work? Oh, uh, no, no, it didn't work. Because after that was the buzzer beater. So, But, no, she watches every game that we can together. She's really involved in it. Actually, ball was my second daughter's first word, so. Wow. Nice. I I love that. Well, I I wish we were talking under better circumstances today. You know, you you bring up that buzzer beater shot. Sometimes it's just not your night. And and it kind of just felt like that at Rutgers. But at the same time, I come away from that game with. I'm I'm just. The the carelessness, it seems like, with the ball in the offense in in that game was really, really concerning and very uncharacteristic of what I've seen out of this team so far this season. Uh, What was it for you? What did you see last night? Nah, coach has mentioned that a few times, just being too cute with the ball. I mean, trying to make plays that aren't there. And a lot of that comes with just having a predetermined thought. I know coach talks about that a lot, trying to trying to tell tell the defense where you're going to put the ball instead of putting the ball where the defense allows you to. But uh, So that was right there, that off the back. But then we just didn't guard anybody, it felt like. I mean, Ryan, Ryan Harper had a hell of a game. So, I mean, it was tough. We were in a lot of switches. I mean, having Caleb on. Caleb's used to playing center. Mm-hmm. Caleb played center his whole career. So him coming in his first row Big Ten game, having to guard Ryan Humper off of a down screen, that's pretty tough to ask anybody to do, especially a guy that's used to playing center. So, our defensive rotations hurt us, but I mean, at the end of the day, we still out rebounded Rutgers. We still had less turnovers. The game came down, and they made two more free throws than us. We made the same amount of threes, the same amount of field goals. It came down, and they made two more free throws. So Rutgers just played hard, and they ended up with the victory. We're talking with uh, Rayfell Davis here on the Hammerhead Hotline, Purdue, with that uh, seventy to sixty-eight loss last night uh, out at uh, Rutgers. Is the playbook now out on Purdue, you think? Is it be physical with those guards and, you know, give up those uh, entry passes? The big men just try to keep them as far away as the hoop you can and and take your t- chances with that because it really seems like they want to be physical with the undersized guards that Purdue has. No, I was really good defenders. I don't know if you face a defender like that. He's one of the better guard defenders in the league, so you're not going to face him every night. But then again, I mean, we just didn't make shots that we normally would make. We didn't shoot the ball like we normally shoot it. We went seven for 26 from three. So, I mean, normally you make half of your three, make half of our threes normally. So, we'll make shots. But then again, I think it was more defensive than anything. Because, I mean, your defense kind of leads into your offense. So, you let Rutgers get free a lot really hurt us. But then I guess a 
one of the keys could, to watch would be teams that can kind of spread Purdue out and kind of play a smaller ball. I know you've seen Ethan play a lot in that second half. I mean, because Michigan State with Malik Hall at the four, that would be another tough matchup for Purdue to switch four away. So you'll start to see stuff like that. Teams try to strategize, put like a Harper type at the four, and then try to play through that position. So what can Purdue then to kind of counteract that? If, if that's the new playbook here to, to try to uh, score against Purdue and, and get the victory, what does Matt Painter do to uh, try to take that strategy away from opposing teams? Oh, I mean, it's simple. You either play D or you don't play. And I've been a part of that strategy before. So, it's, I mean, you saw last night guys can guard Ron Harper. Ethan, was before the game, was averaging, I think, 14 minutes a game. And he came in, he played the whole second half. So, I mean, that's the formula. If a guy can't guard a guy, the guy won't necessarily play. So, I mean, it's just that simple. And then just watching a lot of film, fixing like fixing up your deficiencies, getting guys on the line, up the line. I know people, I know fans may have heard Robbie talk about that last night. But getting guys in the right play and stopping guys from getting behind the play would be big. Do you feel like that way to number one was uh, an issue going into this game? I know everybody loves to talk about that. I just feel like Matt Painter has these guys grounded enough to where that's not something that should have weighed too heavily on them. There's a lot of expectations that come with that, but you also then get everybody's absolute best effort when you come in with that one next to your name. I think that was a little bit more of it uh, as opposed to you know Purdue just not being... Uh, up to the standard uh, of carrying that number one designation. What do you think? No, nah, I mean, I say give Rutgers a lot of credit. I know people are putting this on us a lot, but Rutgers didn't play that well against Illinois. So, you know, Coach Pico was – that had to be a, a tough few days of practice. So, I mean, you don't play that well, and then you know you have a big dog coming into your house. I mean, Coach Pico was on it. I mean, those guys came out and they just played hard. They took the fight to Purdue. So I don't – because I was at practice last week. Paint had – like you said, has those guys drowned. No one was talking about number one. They were practicing hard. I mean, Rutgers is a Big Ten team, too. Those are Big Ten talented players. Ron Harper Jr. is one of the better players in the league. So give some credit to those guys. But also, I mean, Payne does a really good job at keeping guys in the fight, not getting over the fight, not getting emotionally drunk. So I, I would say just give a lot of credit to Rutgers and their game plan. What about the atmosphere, too, there, Ray? We brought up that uh, you know the freshmen have never been in a Big Ten road atmosphere, and some of those sophomores – you know, because of COVID last year, have never been into a situation like that. How much does that affect you as an underclassman going into a place like the Rack and and hearing a fan base, admittedly very loud and uh, at some points obscene, but at, at the same time, uh, that really gets you know Rutgers jacked. Um, what's that like as a uh, you know a freshman or, or first timer out there on the road to go into a hostile environment like that? Yeah, it's not easy at all. Looking back from the first time I went to Michigan State on a Saturday afternoon and the end zone was going crazy, all white. So, I mean, I mean, it's tough. You can see the jitters in the guys early. Zach missed the shot a couple, missed it bad early. But, I mean, it's one of the things where you played in crowds before, maybe not to this magnitude, but guys got to get used to it. I mean, yeah, I mean, Jade and Ivy never played in a crowd like that before. I mean, so it's one of the things where you, you just got to get used to it because you're not the only team that's in that environment. Rutgers has guys that hasn't played in that environment before at, in their own gym. So, I mean, some you have first-timers on both sides in that environment. I don't think – I just think you should got to go out there and just play ball. And, but I think Purdue just didn't execute. It just was um, – it was a little cute throughout yep. the game. But Rutgers made – I mean, down the stretch, Rutgers got some stops and Rutgers made some great shots. And some of the shot selection, I thought, from Purdue was, was just really subpar. At times you felt like they kind of wanted to deflate the crowd – uh, I brought up uh, that first half 
Uh, Rutgers goes on that 12-0 run. Paint calls the timeout. They come out of that timeout, and what do they do? They got a three-point shot for Travion, which is not what you want. I almost guarantee you he didn't draw. They didn't draw it up like that. Um, right. What do you feel about the shot selection? Is that another issue too? You think that uh, Purdue's been having? I mean, we've seen Travion shoot a three and make it this season, so it seems like um, maybe something him and him and Payne have talked about. I mean, I know AJ will step out and shoot some. I know that's not. I'm pretty sure that's not what he drew up out of the timeout. But yeah, you would see guys doing things that they don't particularly do well. Last night, just trying to look like expanding their game. Mm-hmm. But coach without coaches is a big proponent of do what you work on. So I mean, plan for coach and understanding how coach does it. If he knows you're working on your game, he knows you're working on something. He sees you actively doing it. He sees you doing it in practice successfully. He'll let you do it in the game. So it's one of the things where do what you work on. I know. I mean, I know we missed some shots bad. We took some long threes to miss them bad. But it's one of the things where guys just got to do what they work on and, and run, do what works. Because we had those stretches where I mean, Travion goes for eight in a row. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's Purdue basketball. Jaden gets out of transition. We start rebounding well. Just those type of things. But at the end of the day, at the end of the day, I mean, because we can win grinding out games. We can outscore you. But you just got to guard your man. And I mean, you got. Some pride. Ron Harper ended up with 30. So it's one of the things you know was talked about. He had 17 at half. So he had his average at the half. So it's one of the things where somebody's got to have pride. Somebody's got to step up and say, I got him, no switch. And then you guys have to win the game. But then also, McConnell hit a big shot, getting into the paint. So you got to keep guys out of the lane. I mean, that was a huge shot. But then, I mean, just some calls didn't go our way too down the stretch. The charge call on Trevion. It's a little questionable. I mean, then. I believe if I believe if we're in Mackey, Jaden doesn't get a travel call. I think he may get that foul call. Mm-hmm. It's kind of life on life on the road. But I mean, when I, when I, when I played back back in the day, uh, coach would always say, "You go on the road, you got to win by ten. And we just didn't win by ten last night. We uh, we played it even. I mean, we had the same amount of twenty five field goals on both sides, seven threes on both sides. You got to separate yourself in one way, and then we missed five free throws. I believe." So you make your free throws, you win the game. So it comes down to the really little things once you get the box crew out the way. And Rutgers just seem to do all the little things down the stretch. You've been a player. So what's that practice like today? Coming off a loss like that, what's practice like? What's Coach Paint's temperament like? Is it a little more business as usual? Is it a little more focus? Or is it a straight come-to-Jesus type meeting? I mean, no, I don't think it's any time to, I don't think it's time to panic yet. But practice with coaches, I mean, coaches – even kill as you get. I mean, he doesn't really get emotionally. I mean, he, they would, I mean, we would call, he would call it, or Elliot would call it emotionally drunk. Um, I mean, he doesn't get too high. He doesn't get too low. I mean, number one, being number one didn't do much. I mean, I'm, I'm guessing, but I don't think it did much for Paint's ego. Uh, so I don't think he was really sitting in that number one position. I think it was more for the university, the respect of the program, the players, the fans. Mm-hmm. So I think practice is, as normal, I mean, because you got a game, you still got a game against a good NC State team this weekend. So you can't necessarily, you could, but I don't think you necessarily kill the guys today just because of their legs. You want to be able to play well. They're playing on the NBA court, so it's a little big. So you know, what I mean, it's a little dip, different atmosphere, the energy that it takes. But it's one of these where I'm sure to be extremely serious. I'm sure, they should shoot some free throws, get some jumpers up, and really go over the plays that they want to run. So, I mean, you got such a good team. Purdue is such a solid team that. You get a 12-0 run, and then you just don't know who we're going to next. Like, IU had that issue when they played Wisconsin. They just get, they, 
that a clear person to get the ball to Trace Jackson Davis, give him the ball, and they just couldn't. With two, we have a few guys you can get you can get the ball to. So it's more about where do we want the ball to go exactly when we need a basket, and I think that'll get figured out. I know you got a couple uh, more camps and stuff coming up up in the Fort Wayne area. I know you got another one coming up for the holidays, don't you? Yes, sir. We have two for Christmas break in Fort Wayne. We have um, a Christmas camp at OPS, a new facility on DuPont in the hospital area, on uh, the 27th and 28th. And then we'll have a free basketball clinic at my former high school, Southside High School in Fort Wayne, and we'll do that on the 30th. Man, I'll tell you what, I, you do so much great work, man. I, I really admire it, and uh, you really seem like you've already come into your own on BTN. I, I love seeing you on that, too. Continue to do a great job. And uh, I, I know pharmacy's got you doing a whole bunch of stuff over on campus now, too. So uh, that's, uh, buddy, like I said, I, I don't know how you do it all, but it, it's great to still have you in the Purdue community, and it's still great for you to be able to do these camps and stuff and help out these kids. Uh, really admire it, and uh you know, really appreciate it as a fan and a member of the communities here too, man. You do such a great job, Ray. Oh no, thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah, anyway, I can be a part of Purdue. I'm definitely always gonna stay apart. And then the our camps. If you need any information or want to learn more, you go to RayfieldDavisBasketball.com. But yeah, I can see us continue to do our camps. We do our annual spring break camp in Lafayette. We'll release that this month. All right. And always, if if we can't afford camp or one attend camp, but can't financially. We find a way for you, so just let me know. I appreciate it. Nobody does it big like this guy. I'll tell you that right now. Nobody. I absolutely love him. Rayfeld Davis here on the Hammerhead Hotline. Buddy, it's always a pleasure to talk with you. We'll do it again real soon, all right? All right, thank you. I appreciate it. Take care, Ray. All right, we got to take a break. We're going to come back, and i got more Hammer Down show for you coming up next on 101.7 The Hammer, 101.7 The Hammer.